Hello and welcome to Autism Life and Learning. I am the Autistic Gecko and I'm going to carry on the life topics part. So this is part two of schools. I'm going to class it as another episode, but this is going to be about college and university. Yeah, um, year and a half into uni and already finding issues. Anyway, we'll start with college because this is where I think we found the biggest issues overall so year one of a two-year course at uni i i did a btac if you don't know what that is well done you've stayed educated i think because my btac is i think more useful as a receipt or something else because you can't use it pretty much anywhere or you can't use it if you're autistic. I think that's the catchman in the little asterisk down the bottom. I can't read it. Even with my reader, it's still blurred. I think that's for a reason. Anyway, last time boasting this thing. Uh, let's just try and get on with it. So year one, I um, did my BTEC. We found a lot of issues at this point. Well, I had a few fans. Actually, one of them is going to come on to this podcast some point in the near future in this series but I made some lasting impressions on people as well where where we had teachers who understood that I was autistic but because they really dealt with someone else who was autistic they thought I was like that kid where things like my emotional development was meant to work in a certain way and it well, really hasn't. Um, if you don't know what I mean by that, I think also, well done, you weren't on my class. Or my course, I think. Um, but we have... We have to do some bits about... Well, my course was uh, health and social care. So, of course, we had to do about child abuse and bits like that. And there's me listening on my headphones to really inappropriate well the titles of the songs are really inappropriate and the songs are even worse so <laughs> um things like i was listening to hit me with your rhythm stick at one point living on a prayer uh, <laughs> um walk this way i think i was doing while typing up um uh like different uh, people, yeah, those types of people. <laughs> so, yeah, inappropriate songs for the course, definitely. But I don't think I'll be anywhere without them because that's what kept me laughing and happy. Everyone else was bursting into tears, and I found ways around it. Either that all showed little to no emotion because I just couldn't. Uh, so we learned about I don't know. Uh, young people being really badly abused and, and, and then there's me in the corner laughing my head off because of like one off comment that they've said and then just off on one because <laughs> that's how my brain has to work it can't compute these massive uh, range of emotions like really bad sadness or empathy that was the key one I couldn't empathize with anyone Year two wasn't much better, but year one, I mean, 
my emotion to adapt wasn't that I had to rework it. Um, also during that time I was doing some teaching and yeah, I found someone else who was autistic and they had a good range of emotions and I could kind of leave off them and that's how I kind of got some empathy. But <laughs> it says something when I have to go outside a room or uh, just away from the course to learn about something that should have been naturally in me. So I can't empathize with anyone except maybe someone who is pretty much like me or has been through the same stuff as me. It may be worse, maybe better, but I can find a way around that. So I've had bereavement, so if someone died, I can kind of be there and not. On top of that, we I've had other allegations and things thrown at me through mainly bullying and just being people being nasty but from that it meant that that I could do more yeah or I could yeah empathize with someone being in a certain predicament yeah so the really niece of things if someone's died well hey I'm in there because I can help if someone's being bullied or chucked at a wall, something like that, I can help. If someone's feeling a tiny bit sad because they've just seen someone hurt, um, I'm not your person. It's just too common for me. <laughs> it's, it, you, yeah, you can definitely see where this is going, where my empathy is not there. I found this out within the first month and just had to keep going didn't help that my tutor I had was also one of my lecturers and was a vindictive little spider who didn't like anyone who was special male or not straight is the only way I can put it because I don't know how they would have handled someone non-binary um, so we found that out pretty quickly as well and then we've had other teachers come up to me and my uh, friend who are both male and say right, we expect you to do double the work as you as that's what you would be expected to do in the workplace and health and social care because as your boys the woman will most likely do the, uh, the majority of things like nurses care workers so you go do double the work to show that you're good enough I'm thinking no I don't you don't know where I'm going into yet could be completely male-dominated. Uh, uh, um, yeah, that's so that's thrown a few things at me. Then was the main bit I had issue with from the first assignment to my last one from year two was the way the assignments were written. Yeah, it was sort of like you had three grades: pass, merit, and distinction. Pass meant you've kind of done the basics merit meant you've added a bit more detail to the basics and distinction means that you've covered every single basis you are pretty much very good at knowing detail about the subject also you would think 
didn't allow you a chance of recording things and talking. You had to type it. You had to, yeah. So, <laughs> before I go in anymore, I'm still classed as dyslexic, technically. So is my friend. We had to type stuff up on white, uh, on a white background, and we weren't allowed to use our readers until year two. Or we weren't allowed to use our readers with some of the teachers until year two because they thought it was a hindrance to us, to us writing a lot. Uh, <laughs> then on top of that, we then <laughs> had the issues of how they were laid out. So password could be describe this. Yeah. Um, and then maybe it could be explain how this happens. So you know you got to add this into the past to make the merit work. Fine. Distinction. Explain this one, what is completely different to what's in the merit, in more detail and explain it without using bullet points, etc. So you want a full description. So the past one is what he's on the basics is describe. The last one, what gives you all the best points possible is, again, describe and explain. To someone like me, that sounds awfully similar, if not the same. <laughs> so, what do I do? Of course, I described it. Didn't say how many words I had to use, so I did it in a sentence. Oh, uh, so they kind of didn't allow me to do many distinctions because apparently I wasn't good enough for them I questioned that maybe it was the way they handed things out if they gave them more detail that I might be able to do the work as I'm literal if you've said describe I'm going to describe if you said explain this I'm going to explain it you haven't said how many words I have to use what I need to include and we're, oh no that's against our rules well then I can't do it can I and it threw me out last year where they gave someone some basically some catch-up type work because they've been gone for an operation and they said oh use this and describe and basically it's pretty much a spoon-fed way of of doing things and they write it out on the piece of paper and they describe in detail yeah and pretty much says how you meant to describe it and everything. So why can I use that? Oh, we didn't think it was necessary. So the person who wasn't in for most of that time got distinctions and merits. I didn't because I was too dumb to under uh, understand the question in their view. You yeah, you can tell I'm already quite peeved. Wow. Of course, year two was even better. Not. It. <sighs> yeah, it's one of these years where it's meant to be an extension of the BTEC. So, your basic answers in this now will count as a merit from the first year. Fine. I can do that. I got some merits. Some, not all, because all I came up with was passes. Then uh, um, had some issues on top, like <laughs> I had some 
medical issues. So I meant I, meant I was out of school quite a bit. Or college at this point, so I say. Interesting enough, they <laughs> basically said, if, you, if such and such happens, you're not allowed to come in. So, of course, I have to then go along with me being so f literal. If that thing does happen, I can't go to school, no matter how big or small it is, I can't go in. So, of course, that's where my attendants fell. So, they said, oh, you're not quite ready to do some of them, or some of the... Like distinctions and merit will hold back until the near the end of the year I thought that was fine at the start of the year I can pick it up around about mid-year sort of thing get all everything done then they introduced massive bombshell which was one of my sections of my course was delayed by four months <laughs> we start in September we didn't get the course till February March time so December, yeah, about four-ish months. Um, and from that, we got told, right, you have to do three assignments in one go. Um, doesn't matter if you'd, um, if you're not doing merits or distinctions, you just have to do it anyway. So it proves that you've done the course up to this point, so we can carry on. So of little to no information and processing because we had a lesson about it and here's your assignment it's during next week before the next lesson of course processing that one is interesting when you look at it from my point of view where I go look at right this is during this day I need the passing by this day I need the merit in by this bit I need the distinction by this bit but I can't have the merit and distinction because I've been told I can't do them so how do I explain that to a new teacher who hasn't done this before? And of course, it that's how things normally work. So that threw them out. Also threw me out, but they were quite nice and understanding. And they gave me some handouts. What I didn't know I was allowed. So for one and a half years, I could have asked for handouts and no one bothered to tell me. Then I found out I was meant to be entitled to a teacher assistant and no one told me. <laughs> no one had told me a lot of things and I found these out in year two or at the end of year one and it was so why tell me now? Oh just in case. In case of what, I'm not coming back here. I do, I do this bit. If I get a good enough grade, I'm, I'm off to uni. And they kind of laughed at that one. I wonder why I was only getting passes and no uni would take passes. Yeah, it's kind of laughable. But we had other issues on top of that where I had to report an issue of sexism. Because me being so literal meant that um, one of my teachers went, men, they're so useless. And that, to me, sparked alarm bells. One, 
yeah, I to myself I count as fluid. So I don't kind of feel like I'm at an or a girl at times, maybe in the middle. Yeah. So that one threw me out slightly. And I couldn't say that to my to the person who said it because I'll just say it, they're homophobic. They don't like people who aren't straight. And on top of that, they didn't like me because I was too literal, or in their words, too special. So we've had issues like that. So of course, I naturally don't trust teachers. And of course, if you learn anything about these. Uh, from this channel or just in general about autism trust is a big part of it if I don't trust the teacher I won't learn as much yeah. so I think in my f first year I wrote about and I got a merit or distinction about graphic detail about how an old lady no not an old yeah one how an old lady got hit by an arctic and flew and the other one was a deaf-blind child getting hit by an arctic lorry and flying. And I went into the detail of how far they flew in the air and landed. <laughs> and they went, oh yeah, that's really good detail. How morbid are you? I put that in there as a joke. Because that's how my brain works. You're not meant to see it as, oh yeah, that's really good detail. Because that was... What I was doing it way over the top to point out that I can do the detail. You just need to tell me what I, the hell I need to do. <laughs> it's as simple. Just tell me what to do. And I can do it. It's simple. Year two, they took that other idea and kind of went, right, this is what we want you to do. So I did it that way, that precise way, and went, oh no, it's not enough. Or, oh no, we want you to do this instead. So he didn't want me to do that then. He wanted me to do something else. And my brain can't adapt to that. It's kind of, you told me this, so I do that. Or, this is how things are meant to be done in my brain. So I'm explaining it to you in the way my brain is done. So that was interesting. Um, year two we had ish things like nutrition to me I found not important because I'm still an athlete so of course I do one my own nutrition I also know the table is slightly different for me because I train more than the average person so I need more fat more salt etc points because I'm bulking up I need to do this so I need to yeah so yeah there's other factors involved And my nutritionist went, oh no, you have to do it by this table. But if I did it by that table, I'll be dead. Was my literal response. Went, well, no, you won't be. You'd just be underway. I went, yeah, I wouldn't be able to compete. So my mental health would go down. So I'll be dead. You can't argue that fact. I just know me better than you. Of course, I know me better than you. I am me. And it was this kind of fight I had the whole year it didn't help that the nutritionist I was arguing against was a vegetarian it may not come into effect other than as an athlete you're told to eat lots of different proteins lots of different vitamins 
you can get a lot of that very quickly by eating meat and fish. <laughs> so yes, of course, you eat meat, fish and other things. But that shouldn't mean that I'm naturally the enemy. <laughs> In their views it was. Because I wouldn't change my ways. I wouldn't see the other side of things. No, I did. I just knew it better than her. <laughs> she didn't like it. Of course, I'm going to know my own nutrition bit. I have to, I have to, to understand my sport. It's simple if you're a certain level of athletics. She didn't obviously know that. But wouldn't admit to it. That's the thing. Then we had issues of. Uh, we had an issue of safeguarding at one point. Where they thought. Uh, I was self-harming. Yeah, Another topic we'll come into later on. But they thought I was self-harming. Because I kept putting my head to the desk. Or get squeezing my head with my hands I went no that's because I'm either processing too much and it's way too much for me to understand or you're all too dumb to understand that I already know this can I just please and get on and do the work and yeah they didn't like that <laughs> and yeah I came up with Passes all around, that didn't help. Just trying to get into uni. So, with, I had a meeting with my college. They pointed out, I, because we put in a complaint about him not being uh, autistic friendly, basically, where we've had a lot of abuse through the whole year of, because I'm a special child or a special student that they class me as that I shouldn't have been there in the first place. I shouldn't have been mainstream apparently. I should have been in somewhere else in the college what deals with special needs. And they allowed me and they allowed me on the course, so it didn't exactly work that way. But also the teachers were quite nasty against mainly men <laughs> we found. Or people who wouldn't take a view of the teacher as face value we would have to ask questions we have to ask why and that's the way I've been taught so why <laughs> anyway from all that we had a discussion with the head of faculty at that point and they gave me pretty much an ultimatum of I stay away from the college unless it's something to do with any university I can get into and so long as that I take my grade and don't say anything because if they did if I did say anything they were not going to allow me to have my grades so that one didn't feel right so we just took the grades and just went away and still kept saying how bad the college was because, well, they're not autistic friendly. Well, they can't exactly hide from that. Um, so, of course, 
I went into the Open University, found that one out by accident, and applied to do this weird thing called psychology. And yeah, that manifested into something. And my first year of that, that was interesting. My one class is part time. Even if you're full time, you're part time. Go figure. But this meant that I had to do things in sections, not like I have a class here, a class here, a class here. So I have one whole class for, say, six months or half of the academic year, and then another half of the academic year was another lesson or another rounded thing. This meant that things like uh, what well, first year I was doing sociology in psychology what really threw me yeah my first ever introduction to psychology was sociology the social study of people yeah that really worked apparently I'm good at it I don't know how but I then pointed out that I was autistic any kind of they were okay with it, it would kind of just say if you need anything or if you need me to explain anything in a bit more detail, just say. I think this is different. It it felt a lot more normal. Yeah, I felt like I was a neurotypical person in a class. Because if I asked a question, I was allowed to answer. I was allowed to write in my own way what was nice then came the second half and we had some complications in that in which that I um, well my tutor accidentally the way you want me to write and everything else for for psychology was that I need to be very emotive and very forthwith with my ideas Forthright, I can do. Emotionally forthright, though, you bet I can't. <laughs> it, you, how? <laughs> I can't make any sense of that. Okay, I've pointed out I am autistic, or I may be on the spectrum. What I need you to understand is that my emotional availability is virtually zero. What do you want me to do? Explain something with emotion. You see, it just doesn't work. And my first couple of times, I had to point out the way you're marking it with the idea of it needs to be emotive, it needs to be this. It sounds like you're picking on my autism. I kind of had to say it bluntly because if I went round the houses, it wasn't going to work. It just wasn't because I just go, oh yeah, don't worry. And they said, oh sorry, if, if that offensive, I've tried to change it as best I can. The marks are still the same, I just try to put the detail in the same way. So, it then read even more clearly, don't be autistic. And you can't say anything else on that one really, can you? So we move to the second year, and I'm half, well, a couple months in, to my first module of the second year. It's so far so good. I've had to deal with some new things here, where, like, Instead of all my classes so far have been 
in a classroom. This time it's classed as a virtual classroom. So I sit on my bed with my computer facing at me. I cover the webcam because it's all audio. Yes, an autistic person with struggling issues of processing with audio present disorder has to listen. Spot the fault. <laughs> I somehow manage with it, even without subtitles, but I just kind of... Most of it is, you see a pretty picture. No, sorry, it's not a pretty picture, it's a presentation. And they explain it. I write a little bit and those halfway, well, shut half my processing off. I don't need it. And then, um, yeah, this one's an odd one in a way <laughs> where I have, I have all the rest. I've had five to six different assignments or assessments. This one, I have, I think, four in total. Three are actually for this individual ones and one is to kind of round up the whole thing and this means that well <laughs> I've got a lot of learning to do and not many assignments to show it in. so you're meant to be pretty well off here and it's all online so as long as you have the internet you're fine I live in the UK more specifically Devon if you don't know what Devon is like, imagine a farm, then expand it to a county. That is Devon. <laughs> At its heart, it, that's what it is. It's a farming community. Although the capital and other places are city built, they're still <laughs> not far away from the sea. Still not far too far away from farms can tell it by the amount of tractors that come through here and they're definitely not too far away from orchards so <laughs> of course internet is a biggie internet is also one thing we get quite slow around Devon <laughs> at least it's not as bad as things like Australia but I can also maybe in testament that it isn't that far off at times I, my average speed at points, maybe three megabytes per second. That's it. Megabytes. And <laughs> that one's fun to try and sort things out on. So you kind of have to guess. Lucky enough, I haven't had that with my uh, online classrooms yet, where it's gone down to that low. I don't think it would really count because. They give you the presentation, download, click the download button, they can see all the presentation. I don't really need to see the classroom, do I? I've got the presentation in front of me. But maybe again I do. I don't know. But for all this, I hope you can see where the point of view I'm looking at is that I'm, I may be a neurodiverse person, but I share some of the same experiences with someone who has no neurodiversity in them or has never experienced neurodiversity. So, yes, I have been bullied. I have had teachers have a go at me. I have also threatened teachers. And that one did deserve it. But it was...
they're all very different points of view. Yeah, they are all right from a certain point of view. Want to use it that way? But because my brain processes stuff very literally, or even sometimes not at all, that school life can be hard, maybe harder than everyone else. Where if you're struggling with homework, imagine trying to struggle with homework, friends, and emotions. Like that was a key thing for your school where most people don't understand themselves. I had to work out which bits of me were meant to work properly fast. <laughs> so overall, it was definitely a odd experience going through school and still is. It's kind of better sometimes in the real world because it's contained. Actually, not so much now because you've got online bullying and everything else. I never got any of that. I think it's because, um, well, I'm not a very sociable person, so I got Facebook, told no one about it. I got Twitter, told no one about it. I got Instagram, told no one about it, other than one person. Who was, funnily enough, in the same room as when I made it. So, <laughs> that's it. That is, look, I got this to like one person and they don't say anything because they don't have it or they don't really want to care. <laughs> it's like, I may, yeah, I may have all these different things, but at the end of the day, I'm still a person. I still have some of the same experiences. They're just going to be slightly different. Well, I think that's going to be it for today. Thank you for listening to this horrible ramble, I think, overall. Um, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again in the next episode.